Hi, this is Bob Merberg from Hi-Ho, the newsletter about work and working life. Subscribe at hiho.substack.com. There's a link in the show notes. In today's podcast episode, I introduce you to Dustin. Dustin, a Texas-based truck driver, and I crossed paths in an online work reform forum. He posted a comment asking what four-day work weeks would look like for truck drivers. Many forum participants, self-proclaimed worker advocates, responded with an air of hostility and superiority. I reached out to Dustin to ask if he'd be open to an interview so more people can learn about the working life of truck drivers. He kindly agreed to respond to written questions. I've left his responses intact almost verbatim, making only minor edits for clarity and or brevity. Since we didn't do an audio interview, I'm reading his responses. Off we go. First, from the four-day workweek discussion, Dustin wrote, I see a lot of people talking about a four-day workweek or nine-to-five, but no one talking about truck drivers and how it would work. Did you know truck drivers routinely work 70 hours a week, only getting 10 hours in between 14-hour shifts? This means 10 hours to shower, which can take hours of waiting if there's a line, eat, relax, and sleep, not counting morning routines. Also, paid by the mile. Also, sitting at shippers and receivers for hours on end, sometimes for no pay. How would a four-day work week work for long-haul truck drivers without some extremely major reform in the whole industry? I'm not trying to be cynical. I'm just genuinely wondering. One reply was, Do not crap on a four-day work week for some just because others can't have it. Another was, It's easy to get woe is me because the same solution isn't possible in one field. Many told Dustin to, quote, Stop complaining, end quote. The prevailing advice among those who supported him was that truckers should unionize and companies should hire more drivers. Easy peasy. I followed up with Dustin about his post. Then we delved into some of the nitty-gritty of his working life. I asked, what motivated you to post the comment and how did you feel about the response? Dustin, just bringing to light others' situations and the struggles with obtaining good working conditions. I don't feel super positive about the response, but I'm glad there were some people who were able to see what I was getting at. Me? So, what is your job and how long have you been doing it? My job is a normal flatbed truck driver. I've been doing it for almost five years now. I'm a contractor, technically. I'm a lease operator. I signed a contract with the company, and they gave me a truck. You're self-employed. Do you get any employee benefits like health insurance through an employer? Dustin, 
I'm technically self-employed. I'm a 1099 contractor. I do not get regular employee benefits. I have to go through the healthcare marketplace and pay my own taxes accordingly. I work exclusively for one company because they're the ones I lease the truck from. No credit check, no down payment. What's your work schedule like? Do you have say in your schedule? Dustin answered, as a contractor, I do have a say in my schedule, but as with any truck driver, if I don't work, I don't get paid. I almost always work Monday to Saturday. It's not usually by choice, just how it works out. But that's ideal for a truck driver who's over the road. Get a 34-hour reset during the weekend to have a fresh clock on Monday. I asked, does over the road mean the same thing as what the public usually thinks of as long haul? Maybe most people know this, but you sleep in your cab? Where do you park when you do that? He told me, over the road is indeed long haul. I do sleep in my cab and I park where I can, usually at truck stops, but I also like to park at shippers and receivers when I can. I'm actually parked at a receiver right now. And for the invariable question, yes, I pee in bottles, but I don't leave them about, I don't litter at all. Sometimes shippers and receivers don't have bathrooms for truckers. Sometimes you get to a rest area and the bathrooms are closed. Sometimes truck stop bathrooms are closed. Sometimes nature calls and you're stuck in dead stop traffic. Feel free to include this if you want. I don't particularly care. I asked, if work-life balance is important to you, how do you feel it's affected by your job? And he told me, work-life balance is super important. A good chunk of truck drivers see home very rarely, every few weeks or even a month or more. Some like it that way, but I don't. What do you like about your job? I like driving and seeing the country. What do you dislike about your job? I dislike nearly everything. Ha! But seriously, the pay isn't worth the lack of home time to me, but it still pays very well, so I put up with it. Next, I asked him, a topic in the work world these days is working from home and employers cajoling employees to return to the office. As someone who doesn't work at home or in an office, do you have any perspective on this? And he said, working from home is amazing. I'm not a fan of middle or upper management. People working from home have shown that it makes little to no difference in productivity and in some cases has shown a net positive. Also, fewer people on the road means safer roads. Then I asked, do you feel passionate about your job or does it give you a sense of purpose? How important is it for you to have these things in your work? And he said, I don't really. I take pride in my work, but it's not my passion. It depends on your perspective. Do what you love for work and you'll never work a day in your life. But that might not be true for everyone. Doing the same thing over and over and over again can drain even the most passionate of people. Then I asked him to rank 
uh, potential job-related resources in order of importance. And uh, this was the order he gave me. Number one, medical benefits, including mental health programs. Number two, good pay. Number three, the third most important, flexible work schedule. Number four, leading a healthy lifestyle. Number five, reduced job demands. Number six, a boss who understands you. And the rest he sort of put together. And and one of those was um, feeling valued at work. And so he added, feeling valued at work has never completely mattered to me. I know I can be replaced. I'm also antisocial, so a sense of belonging, the other things, never mattered to me much, but I'm sure they are important to people who are not antisocial. Is your job stressful, I asked? If so, what are the main causes of the job stress? And he said, my job can be extremely stressful. The causes of stress, the cause of stress is the lack of regularity in pay. One week I can make $3,000 and the next I'll make $1,000. There's no regulation when it comes to what a load will pay and it's stupid. Being away from home for weeks is also a major line of stress. I miss my wife and animals. I asked, trucking is a job with intense solitude. How do you feel about all that alone time? And Dustin said, as I mentioned, I'm very antisocial. I could be a hermit living in a cave forever as long as I had video games and the internet. But it can indeed be very lonely. But you're allowed to talk on your phone at some companies. It's very rare a company doesn't allow that. Are you thinking about leaving your job and or the truck driving profession, I asked him? I think about leaving it all the time. The problem is I'm locked into it for the most part. I got sucked into lifestyle creep. I like being able to not have to check my bank account every day before I buy something from the store. I have almost no other skill set other than truck driving and can't just job hop and make what I do now. So I'm stuck for now. Next, I asked, what is the single or two or three most important things your employer can do to support your well-being and that of other truck drivers? And you could define well-being however you want. And he said, the most important thing an employer can do to take care of their drivers is not forcing them to drive when they're sick or fatigued. Truck drivers don't get sick days. You don't drive, you don't get paid. So the pressure is always super high. Are there any changes you can make in your job that would make it a better fit for you, I asked him. My biggest gripe with the job is the 10-hour break. It really needs to be longer. Close to the end, I asked him. Early in the pandemic, everyone cheered essential workers. Truck drivers are essential workers, but maybe were overlooked because they're not customer-facing? Describe how others perceived your role during the pandemic and how that changed, if it did, pre, during, and post-pandemic. Dustin told me, I don't think the view of truckers changed at all, and they were indeed mostly overlooked during the pandemic. 
I was even told by my employer that they essentially wouldn't care if I got COVID. I wouldn't get paid time off to get better or anything. Finally, I asked Dustin, do you think the viewpoints you've shared here are common among other truck drivers? And he replied, truck drivers are taken advantage of due to the low bar for entry, including education. Many don't know any better or are desperate to take what they can get. So no, I don't think my viewpoints are popular among other truck drivers. Otherwise, the industry wouldn't be as shit as it is. But people put up with it because it's always been this way or it used to be worse, forgetting that it doesn't have to be that way. My thanks to Dustin for agreeing to and sharing so candidly in this interview. And to all truck drivers, thank you for your service.